Okay, so we're on Daf Chafchet Amud Bet at the very bottom of the page. Please God, we're going to do Chaftet Amud Aleph today. Um, uh, so let's go. It's a very interesting Daf actually, uh, discussing firstly the bracha of uh, the 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 extra bracha that was added into the Amida um, because of the heretics uh, written by Shmuel Akatan. We'll see. And then we're going to get into the this shortened bracha, shortened amida, um, which we're going to discuss the language of it and when you can and can't say it. Um, and practically today we don't say it. Um, it is interesting. Like if you if you I've never you know I've never seen a text written in a siddur or anything, but um, obviously if you do say it in some form, at least according to the Mishnah, you are you'd say the amida. Um, um, but anyway, I haven't seen it being practiced at all. So we're going to discuss that for the next Amud as well. And then we're going to discuss different insertions that uh, normally if one forgets, do you have to repeat the Amid or not? So those are the three bigger topics we're going to discuss in today's Amud. Okay, so it says, Tan Rabonin, Shimon Apukuli, Histir, Yudchet Brachot, Lifner Raman Gamliel. So Shimon Apukuli, um, he was a, a great man but he also was a uh, he was i think a cotton merchant or something um uh, so he had a parnosa anyway he would uh, he arranged the order of the 18 brachot before raman gamliel um and uh, it's interesting that originally there there was a uh, they, they the men of the great assembly uh, organized the amida and had the 18 brachot in but they forgot the order of the brachot, and Rabbi Shimon Apkuli he uh, reinstated uh, or or reminded the people of the order, and he did this before Rabbi Gamliel, who was I think the nasi of the time. Um, um, okay, Allah Seder Biyavne, and this was done uh, um, in Yavne. Which uh, remember that discussion we had with Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua. That happened in Yavne, where Rabbi Gamliel made Rabbi Yeshua stand up, and this was just post the destruction of the Second Temple, and uh, and so a lot of enactments were made in Yavne because of unfortunately what had happened before the the forgetting of Torah, the displacement, and the destruction of the Jewish people at that time. So there had to be a lot of work done to bring back uh, the the what was lost. Um, okay. So Amalehem Rabban Gamliel Lachakomim. A little bit later, Rabban Gamliel said to the sages, Klumiyesh Adam Shodela Taken Bukatatzidukim. Is there anybody who can who knows how to fix the bracha on the tzidukim? Now this bracha on the tzidukim is the Lamal Shinim that we we say uh, we say to destroy the heretics. And I, I just interestingly, the the heretics were uh, at the minim and who were Jews basically that went against Torah but the the Gomorrah uses the word Tzidukim which uh, suggests those Sadducees which were Jews who only believed in the written Torah and I think there was a bit of a Gersa change here because when the non-Jews saw the Gomorrah mention that there's a brocha against heretics you know they took that I think personally so if I'm not mistaken I read a little bit into this um, and um, and therefore they changed it to tzidukim, kind of saying that this was a prayer against 
the Sadducees and not against heretics. But practically it was also against the heretics. Um, um, okay, sorry, where's my Gomorrah? Okay, so, um, um, then, so what happened? He said, we need another bracha urgently. And if you look at the language of Vilam uh, Shanim, it talks about Mahera, Mahera, Mahera. It's three times it says very quick, karega, immediately. So it was a very, very pressing issue, this, uh, these heretics that was affecting the Jewish people. Um, um, and uh, he says, yeah, is there anybody amongst you, the sages, who could put together a prayer for the, against the minim, against the uh, non-believers? Amad Shmuel HaKatan, Shmuel stood up. And he was already in his 80s or 90s at this point. Vatikna, and he established the, the bracha. He wrote it and it was established as the 19th bracha in the Amidah. Lashana Cheret, the next year uh, he got up to lead the davening. And remember, they didn't have Sidurim there. So they, there was a Shalech Tzibur that would lead the davening off by heart. And, and he forgot the bracha. He forgot uh, the wording that he had written a year before uh, against uh, asking God to destroy the minim. So, and he was standing in that position for two or three hours trying to remember the wording of his own bracha. But they didn't uh, lift him up. They didn't take him away from the Amud. I don't know if we've read this yet in brachot, but there was, there's an Indian that says, From the depths I call out to Hashem. So some shuls actually, and I think you see this in Tzfat possibly, um, they, they, the chazan would go down into the ground a little bit from a deeper recess in the floor and, and lead the davening from there. So here they said, They didn't lift him up from that recess where he was davening from and they didn't take him away. Uh, from leading the community. And now that's an interesting question because the aloha you'll see is if somebody um, actually forgets the davening, then you don't remove him. You remind him what words he should say. Whereas uh, if he forgets the wording in this bracha, then it's a questionable scenario that he could be a min himself. And the reason why he doesn't want to say this bracha is because he's calling for his own destruction. So maybe that's why he doesn't um, know the bracha, and therefore you do lift him up, you do take him away from the Amud. But here, Shmuel Katan, who somehow forgot the wording, they didn't take him away. And that's what the Gemara is going to discuss. Amai loilu, how come they didn't take him away from the Amud? Va'amarav Yehuda, Amarav, didn't Rav Yudas Amarav say, Ta'abukhala brachot kulam, if you make a mistake in all the brachot, Ein malim oto bebukara tidukim. You, uh, sorry, ein malimoto. You don't lift him up. You don't take him away. Bebukaratidukim though, but in the broker of the the non-believers, malimolot, malimoto. You do take him away from leading the davening. Why? Chayshinen shema minu, because maybe he himself is a min, and that's why he doesn't want to lead. He doesn't want to say that bracha. Fascinating idea. Shani shmu akatan diu takana. So we said no. Shmuel's different. Why? Because Shmuel's the one that wrote it, so how could we ever assume that he, if he's the one that wrote it, he would be that problem himself? He'd be calling for his own downfall. Maybe he went back on, on his belief in Hashem. Maybe he became a min, even though he wrote it. 
fascinating that they even have that Havamina, that, that suggestion that the person that wrote the bracha against Minim could be a Minim self. We have a tradition that a good man doesn't become bad. Um, and that's how we know that Shmuel HaKatan just forgot it. He was confused, but he didn't actually become a min. The Gemara is not happy with this. Velo, really? V'ha'katev is in a written u'v'shuv tzadik mitzitkato v'asa'avel. But when a righteous man turns away from righteousness and commits sin, it shows clearly in the Pasuk in Yechezkel that a righteous person can go back and sin. So the Gemara says, Ha'hu rasha mikaro. A person who got a, a person who becomes from and then goes back on his uh, to Avaris is somebody who was a Rosha originally and be did to Shuva. About Tzadik Mikarolo, but a Tzadik um, who like Shmulakatan who was already a Tzadik, he never he was always a righteous person. He never he wasn't a Rosha and then and then did Shuva. Um, about Tzadik Mikarolo, but uh, somebody that was originally a Tzadik, we don't believe that he could go back to being a min or go become a min because he was a tzaddik his whole life. Velo, but really not. But nine doesn't it say Al Tamin You shouldn't remember you shouldn't trust yourself uh, that you'll be a, a true, reliable servant of Hashem until the day of your death. Why? Because there was a, a man named Yochanan who was a coin gadol who served in the temple as a coin gadol for 80 years. And in the end, close to his death, he became a tzeduki, he became a, a Jew who only believed in the written Torah, which was a very common thing in those times. This is, I think, to my knowledge, the time of the second temple. So you see from here that Yochanan was a righteous person his whole life and uh, he, he went off the derech towards the end of his life. hu yanai hu Yochanan. No, this Yochanan is yanai. And yanai in his youth was notorious for, for, um, for rampaging against the sages who questioned whether he should be a coin gadol or not. So we see that he was already a Rosha in, in his earlier life. He did teshuva, but and then he went off the derech later on in his life. So this case that you bring from uh, Yochanan Koengado, he actually originally was somebody who wasn't uh, tzaddik. Rova though argues with the buyer. Amar Yanai lechud v'Yochanan lechud. No, Yanai was somebody separate to Yochanan. Yanai Roshimi Koroi. Yanai was originally a bad person. V'Yochanan tzaddik mi Koroi, and Yochanan was a righteous person. Uh, so now we say Ha This makes sense according to Abaya because Abaya shows that if you were originally a Rosha and then you did Teshuvah and then you become a and, uh, and you become a Tzadik, you could go off the derech. Um, whereas, and this is why Yana and Yochanan are the same people. Ela kasha, but uh, to Rova this is a kasha. And uh, according to Rova, we've got a problem because we've just said that Shmuel HaKatan wasn't removed from the Amud because he was a tzaddik from his whole life and therefore we don't assume that he went bad. Whereas here, according to Abaya, according to Rova, a, a person like Yochanan, who was a tzaddik, he could become bad. So why couldn't Shmuel HaKatan become bad? 
So now do you see guys, this is what I realized, this is a great aid to learning the flow, this Merkava that I'm showing you, because this pink is actually an attack. Um, so this whole long line thing is actually an attack on this concept of Shmuel HaKatan being a tzaddik and them not removing him. Now we go into the green, which is a defense on the, at, at the attack. Amalekha Rova. Rova would tell you, tzaddik mi koroi, he actually, nami diomaharabai, that really a tzaddik from his earlier life, he can go off the derek in his later life. And Rova would argue with this concept that uh, only somebody who was originally bad, who does teshuva, can go bad again. Ihaki amai lo school. According to you, Rova, if he, a, a person who was righteous his whole life could go bad, then why did you not remove him from the Amud? Why did they not remove him from the Amud? Maybe he became a, a heretic. Shani Shmuel HaKatan. No, Shmuel HaKatan is different. The Atchilba. Because he started the he started the broker correctly. And if he was a min, if he was a non-believer or a heretic, he wouldn't have started it correctly. He would have he he wouldn't have been prepared to say the words to curse himself. And but the fact that he started the broker and then got confused, that's how we understand it. So it's not just about Shmuel Katan, it's about the context that if you start the broker correctly, but you get a bit confused then they wouldn't remove you from the Amud because it doesn't show you a min. And the, uh, this is the, it's a bit of a peach color in front of you, and it's a proof for what we just said. The Amar Rav Yudah, Amar Rav, Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav, Vitaima Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, and some says Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, Lo Shanu Ela Shelo Hitchil This is only where you, you are considered a suspicious where you didn't start the bracha. Aval But if you did start the bracha, gomra. Then you, uh, you, do, you allow him to finish because it's a sign that he's not a min. Just hold on one sec. I just need to charge my computer here, guys. Apologies. Sorry guys, I thought I had enough. Share, please, God. Um, okay, so that was the first piece of this Amud discussing Shmuel Katan and this concept that you mustn't trust yourself until the day that you die. You could always, unfortunately, go off the derech, especially if you were somebody who did teshuva um, and uh, originally weren't such a good person. Okay, Hani Sheva de Shapter Kenegemi. Now we're going to this sugya of. Um, if you remember, we said that each the, the 18 brachot were correlated to psukim that had mentionings of like a, basically Hashem's name, for example. So now there are there are seven brachot um, that we say on Shabbos in the Shabbos Amida, and the Gemara wants to know 
Um, where in Tanakh do we see a hint to that there should be seven brachot in the Amidah on Shabbos? Hani me. These seven uh, brachot that we say in the Amidah are, uh, are according to who? And that's a question. Amarebi Kalafta ben Shaul keneged shiva kolot. They are uh, correlating to the seven uh, voices. Shamar David alamaim that David said on the water. So in one of the Psalms on the water, he mentions seven times that uh, this this uh, these kolot. And the suggestion I imagine is. Um, um, you know, these callings out to Hashem and seven is obviously related to the seven days, the seventh day being Shabbos. And that's why there's seven uh, brachas in the, in the Amidah on Shabbos. Hani Teshu de Rosh Hashanah can get me. There are nine brachot in the Amidah of Rosh Hashanah and where does that correlate to? Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Demin Kartignin. Rabbi Yitzchak from Kartignin says, Can get Tisha Askarot Amra Chanabit According to the non-mentionings of Hashem's name that Chana said when she davened um, for a baby. And uh, why? what's the connection between Chana's prayer and Rosh Hashanah? Because Mar says that um, we've got a tradition that on Rosh Hashanah, Sarah, Rachel and Chana were, were remembered to be blessed with children and this prayer that mentions Hashem's name nine times uh, of Chana that is correlates to the nine uh, brachot that we say in the middle of uh, on uh, of Rosh Hashanah. Hani esrim va'arba the tanita connected me there in a in one of the amida that you say on a fast day. Uh, we don't have that anymore, but it used to be done on a fast day, an amida of twenty four brachot. Where do you get this idea of 24? According to the, correlating to the 24 uh, different expressions of prayer, when, uh, when Shlomo davened that we should merit to bring the Aaron into the Holy of Holies, into the temple, in the first temple that he built, um, there are 24 mentions of, of tefillah in that prayer and those 24 are correlate to the 24 brachot one says in the Amidah. Gemara asks, Why do every, every day you should have an Amidah of 24 uh, brachot because uh, sh- sh- from relating to Shlomo when he brought in you know, the, the Aaron to the base of English. We are davening as if we are we serving in the temple. So maybe that's the correlation that you should have 24, just as Shlomo davened in 24 ways. So um, the Gemara answers in the green, Aima Amrinu Shlomo Biyome Derachmi. Ananami Biyome Derachmi Amriluhu. Shlomo davened with 24 expressions of prayer because though it was a time where he needed Hashem's compassion, um, so too on days where we call out for Hashem's compassion, like fast days where we're fasting to get Hashem to answer us for our prayers for rain, um, so too there you need 24 brachot. But in a general day where you're not asking Hashem in desperation for rachamim, for compassion, there you, would, you wouldn't use 24 brachot. And that's the correlation between the fast day and Shlomo. Okay, so that was the second piece we discussed. 
about the different Amidot we say throughout the year and sources in Tanakh that suggest a certain number of Brachot in those Amidas. Rabbi Shua Now Rabbi Shua said in the Mishnah that you don't need to say the full Amida, but rather you say a shortened form of the Amida. What is this shortened form of the Amida? Rav Amar Rav says, kol bracha ubracha. It's like every bracha. So uh, what does that mean? Um, it's each each bracha is abbreviated. So basically, what you would do is you you take um, the first three. I think you'd say the full brachot there. Then the middle thirteen, you would say uh, the only the beginning atachonen laadam dat, and then you do the ending baruchat Hashem chonen adat, and then you'd go the next one and the next one. So you basically um, truncate every bracha and make it shorter. That's Rav's opinion. Ushmul Shmuel says no. Havinainu that you actually shorten all thirteen middle brachot into one bracha. Amar Havinainu. This is what you say, which is called Havinainu. Havinainu Hashem Elokeinu. May you Hashem bring us understanding. Ladat um to know your ways. Now this is connected to Atachonain to ask for for wisdom. Umol et levavenu and circumcise our heart, Liriatecha, to, to fear you, that's connected to asking Hashem for tshuva. But lanu liyot gulim, and forgive us Hashem, so that we'll be redeemed, that's lachlanu, v'rachakeinu mimach oveinu, and distance us from pain, that's refuah, refeinu, v'dashneinu binot artsach, and uh, fatten us with the bounty of your land, that's um, and bring in, gather in from all four corners of the world, the Jews, that's Kibbutz Galiot Bracha, Vatoim Al Datach Yeshafetu, and those who are mistaken on your judgment, uh, you should bring to judge. So that's connected to bringing back judgments, the, the judgment the judges of Israel. Um, and on the evil people, uh, wave your hand. That's the bracha from Shmuel Akatan. Um, um, and uh, that is uh, bringing back uh, to bless Sadikim. Uh, sorry, and and then also rebuilding Yerushalayim, utzmichat keren leDavid Avdach, and uh, making the the horn of King David, the Mashiach, your servant, sprout. That's the uh, that's uh, the bracha for Mashiach. Uvarichat ner levenisham mishichach, terem nikra atatane. Before we you call, before we call out, you answer. That's shma uh, koleinu. Bless you, Hashem, who listens to prayer. So this is a shortened form of the whole middle part of the Amidah. So you open up with the first three brachot, you end off with the last three brachot as normal, and you put all of the brachot together as one in Havinainu. That is Shmuel's opinion. Light Allah Abaya. Abaya would, would uh, mock or uh, curse anybody that did Havinainu. Aman de Matsali 
Havinainu. On anybody that time in Havinainu. Why? Because you lose out on all the brachot when you do Havinainu. You lose out uh, instead of uh, 13 brachot, you say one bracha. And that's why um, Rava was very much, Abaya was very much against Rava's opinion. Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Shmuel, Kol HaShana Kula Mitpala Adam Havinainu. Um, Rav Nachman, in the name of Shmuel, he says the whole year you can daven havinainu if you have to daven it. Like if there's pressing needs to daven it, but not in general. Chutz, but there are times where you're not allowed to daven havinainu. Mimoitze Shabbat, except for Moitze Shabbos, which on Saturday night where we enter, we put in atachonain into the Amidah. Umimoitze Yamim Tovim, and on the days that you say the Marif after Yontif, where you put in atachonain chonantanu. Because there you need to put in the bracha of Atachon and Tanu, and you can't just stick that into Havinainu, which the Gemara is going to discuss now. Why can't you just add in another bracha? Just add in a fourth bracha. So say the first three, then Atachonain, and then Havinainu, and then the last three. Why can't you do that on a Saturday night? Milot nine isn't it written Rabbi Akiva Omer Omra Bracha Raviet? When it comes to adding in the filler, the bracha on Saturday night, when you mention the difference, how Hashem differentiates between day and night, and Shabbos and weekday, and the Jewish people and the non-Jews, um, so Rabbi Akiva himself holds that you add in a fourth bracha. You don't insert it into Atachonain Bifna Atzma. Rabbi Lezer Omer Bohodain. Rabbi Lezer says you actually don't put it in Atachonantanu. You actually put Atachonantanu into the brock of thanks. Of thanks. So why can't you just add in a fourth like Rabbi Akiva in our situation of Avinainu? So the Gemara answers Atu Kol Shana Kula Miyavdin and Rabbi Akiva. The whole year we don't go like Rabbi Akiva. Dahashata Naminavi Kol Shana Kula. Um, why? Um, so he says, Atu kola because of the whole year, me Abdin and Kriviyakiva. Do we go according to Kriviyakiva that we add in a fourth? The Hashata that now, Nami Navid, that we should do this. Kola Shana Kula, so why should we bring, why should on a Saturday night, when you need to say Avinainu, bring in Rabbi Akiva's halacha. We don't do that for the rest of the year. My time alone, why don't we say, uh, uh, according to Rabbi Akiva, why don't we insert a fourth bracha in general? Tmanasrei takun, because we established 18 brachot. Tishasrei la tikun, we didn't establish 19 brachot. Hachamnami shava tikun, tamni lo tikun. So too, when it comes to Havinainu, um, we only said you can say seven brachot. You say the first three, havinainu, and the last three. That's when you need to say havinainu. But you can't just add in another one and make it eight uh, brachot. It has to be seven. Okay, so basically the solution of adding in a fourth one, atachon antanu, as its own bracha, that wouldn't work because we don't pass in like Rabbi Akiva. Um, and therefore you have to go through all 18 brachot so that you can insert Atachonantanu into Atachonain. Ladam dat. Okay. Rebile, uh, the Gemara says, Matkif la Marzutra. Marzutra attacks this. Venichlala, Michlao, Havinainu, Hashem Elokeinu, Hamavdum, and Kodeshachor. So, why do you have to insert a new bracha? Why do you have to say all 18 brachot separately? Just insert the language into Havinainu. Hamavdio, 
Bain Kodesh Lechol. Just put it in there. Um, and uh, and add it into the Abinainu. The Gemara ends, Kashya. No, you're right. It's a good question. Um, there are explanations for it, and which we'll discuss in the Gemara coming up, why we don't add into Abinainu. I hope you guys are following. Okay. Amarav Bibi Bar Abaya Kola Shana Kola the whole year round, Mipala Adam Havinenu. You can you do the Tfila of Havinenu. Chutz miyamata gashamim, except in the winter when you're davening for rain. Why? Mipneshetzarich loimar sha'ela bebirkarashanim, because you have to say the words v'tain talu matali vracha. You have to ask for rain in the time of uh, the winter, and therefore you can't stick that into Havinenu. So the Gemara will ask. So therefore you have to dive in all 18 brachot so that you can say v'tayn bracha properly or v'tayn talamatali bracha in, in the bracha of Birkarashanim. Markif la marzutra. Marzutra, the same person that attacked him earlier. V'nichlala michlau v'dashaynu binot artsach included in Havinaynu in the language where we mention this bracha of fatten uh, us with the the bounty of your land, retain talumatar and give us rain. Just give, put it in. The Gemara answers, Ati Latrudi. No, that will make you confused because you're going to add in a word that you don't normally add in into Avinenu, which will confuse you and then you'll mix up the whole thing. Whereas if you say a, 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 your own bracha for rain and in that bracha you mention the rain, you'll be less confused. Ihaki, the Gemara says, why early on in the previous little sugya we said you can't add in atachonain um, because into um, into havinainu and we left it as a kashya. We should have answered you can't put in this on a Saturday night into havinainu because it will confuse you. Why do we do that? Amri over there hatam kaven da'acha bitchilat sluta lo metrid. Um, there you could have answered, no, it wouldn't have mixed you up. Because in the beginning of, of Havinainu is where we mention that we daven for wisdom. And therefore when you do it at the beginning of Havinainu, you'll be less confused. But when you're davening for the rain, you mention it in the middle of Havinainu, and that's more likely to be confused. Since this bracha asking for rain comes in the middle, you'll get mixed up in your davening. Matkiv la Ravashi. So Ravashi attacks him. He says, that's not a good svara. Just do it at the end. Um, when you mention that you think you ask God to listen to our prayers, just let, mention asking for rain at the end of the Havinainu. So either do it at the beginning with Atachon Antanu, which is fine, or at the end you ask for rain, um, which is also fine because as long as it's not in the middle. The Amaribi, why would I think to do it at just before Shema Koleinu? The Amaribi Tanchon Amaravasi Kashamim. If you make a mistake and you leave out Meshiva Ruach Umrida Gashem Betchiatametim in the second bracha, Machzun Oto, you return the Shaliach Zibur, you return the Chazan. He has to repeat the Amida because he left out an integral part of the Amida, which is when in the winter times you mention Hashem's power to give rain. Sha'ila, but when you're asking for rain in the Brocha of Birkarashanim, when you say Vatain Talumatar, Birkarashanim, Ain Machzionoto, you don't return him. You don't return the Shalechtibu. Why not? Because you, there's still time to fix up your mistake because the Chazan can put it into Shomat Filah in the generalized 
tefillah that we ask, where we ask for things, you can insert uh, asking for rain. And so, so too, just as in the normal Amida, you can insert asking for rain towards the end, so too here, you can insert asking for rain at the end of Havinainu and not get mixed up. Vahavdala adat. And then it continues. Sorry, and then the brighter continues, and you insert havdala into the bracha of asking Hashem for wisdom on a Saturday night. If if one forgets to do it, you don't return him to daven again. Why? Because then he can he can make up his mistake that he missed out davening havdala in Mariv by doing it on proper havdala in the kos. So we see from here. That if you leave out b'shiva uh, ruach, you have to repeat the amida. If you if you re- miss v'tain um, talumatar, you don't have to repeat it because you can say it in shemat Vila. Same thing ba'atachon antanu. You don't have to repeat the amida if you forget it because you can do it over the course. But what we see from here is let us rather put asking for rain at the end of havinainu and not have to do a whole set of eighteen brachot. Um, and just put it at the end of Avinanus so you don't get confused. And that you can do as we do, we put it into Shemat Tfilah. So the Gemara says, Tashani. No, when you make a mistake, it's different. What does that mean? Um, we are talking in a sense where you made a mistake um, and Bidiyevit, after the fact, you can put asking for rain in, the, in Shema Kolainu. But here, in the actual structure of Avinanu, which is not a mistake, it's l'chadchila, you, you need to daven a shortened amida, there we, we need it to be in the right place, not in Shema Koleinu. And therefore, in order to be in the right place, uh, you need to say the whole amida properly, so that you can insert asking for rain in the bracha of Birkat Hashanim.